Welcome to Connected Conversations. I'm really grateful that you're here and sharing your time. If you like the conversation that you hear, please like it and share. I'm Emma from Unique Phoenix. I'm a soul coach, energy healer, well-being guide and an unapologetic, curious soul. Connected Conversations is here to bring love, healing and connection to our everyday lives through open and authentic conversations. Every single conversation I'm privileged to interview women and men in our communities that are here being their authentic selves, sharing their unique talents with the world around them. I'm going to let them introduce themselves and then we can get to know them and what they offer much better. So hi everyone, uh, my name is Emily Pettigrew from All Things Divine. Uh, I like to call myself an inner peace warrior because I like to continuously work with people uh, and women who are dedicated to their own personal growth uh, because I know what it's like to feel lost, to not feel good enough. Um, and so by coaching them and guiding them on how to reconnect with themselves and empower themselves, um, just so that they can feel amazing in this world, that they know that they are here for a bigger purpose. Uh, and I do this through holistic trainings, through products and services, um, and through coaching. So, hi. <laughs> Hi and welcome to Connected Conversations, which are here to bring healing, love, connection to our everyday lives through authentic and open conversations. And I am sharing time with Emily Pettigrew today, who is a master trainer and practitioner of Reiki and Seishim. If I've got that wrong, you're going to pronounce that. You're going to tell me. Uh, massage therapist and crystal jewelry maker uh, with so many more tools and talents to help her clients think, feel, and be divine. She offers women spiritual and personal development through holistic education, product, and services. And I'm super excited. Emily and I have known each other for quite a few years now through business and just, you know, understood that there was a deeper connection there uh, just because of the work that we both do and our own development as well. So thank you so much for sharing your time and being here today. I'm really excited. My pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's so nice just to have good chats, you know. Uh, absolutely. And I know uh, from the feedback that I'm getting from, you know, conversations is that, you know, these are conversations people want to have. And so I always encourage if something's come up for you here, go and have a conversation with someone else, you know, go and bring the topic to them or the question or whatever it is. Um, so I want to start today with your background. And how did you, how did you get into this? Like, has this always been your focus like what's yeah no, no not at all well like when i was in high school um you know whenever we did trips up to the city or you know or we would always source out the the jewelry places the crystal places you know the little indian places with the incense and just yeah 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 totally been there yep it's gonna go over here <laughs> And spent hours and hours in there. Um, so I was—I suppose I was always drawn to it, but not 
not really um, understanding why. Um, and then it just kind of, you know, I got on with life. I got on with partying. I got on with, you know, <laughs> oh yeah, all that 3D stuff, um, which, you know, is awesome. We need to do that. And then when I was pregnant with my first, um, for some reason, I was just drawn to a crystal shop up in, in Queensland and I needed amethyst. <laughs> yeah. What? It's like, oh, yeah, that's really pretty. And you kind of read the description. It's like, you know, helps with sleeping and it's protecting and blah, 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 blah. So I actually, I, I, I mean, I've always kind of been creative. So I made a, a mobile for him that had the amethyst kind of drops ah. as well. So he was, you know, in an amethyst bubble while he was sleeping. <laughs> wow, I love that. Yeah. yeah, I can relate because I was always into the hippie shops and all that kind of stuff and then life kind of took over and then, you know, found my way back there and yeah. was just kind of like – and kids was one of those peaks for me where I really dropped <laughs> back in where I thought there's got to be other ways to do this, <laughs> like to help babies and to do all this stuff and it just – so then, yeah. okay, so that's, that's how you sort of started on the path of your own personal interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then how did it keep going? So I kept going because my life was shit. <laughs> <gasps> yeah, okay. Um, yeah. You know, I had the two kids. I was living up in Queensland, had great friends. Um, but my partnership was, you know, mm. whatever. Um, and I didn't feel... I didn't feel good. Yeah. I didn't feel good about myself, um, you know, and on the outside, I'd be all like, oh, everything's great. I'm so happy and wonderful. <gasps> Big, bold, bright and shiny. That was me too. I was like, I am so fine. Fuck off, I was. I'm not fine at all, actually. No, no, yeah. no. Nice. So, and, and, you know, and then, you know, the cracks within the relationship just grew deeper and deeper and we ended up moving back to Melbourne because um, uh, that's where we both sort of grew up and um, and the kids were young. I think, I think my eldest was four and my youngest was two and I just, I just from, it was almost within the week that we got back, I went to a... Um, I went to see a clairvoyant and, you know, she picked up on all the crap and it's like, I was so lost though. I was like, well, what do I do? How do I, how do I better myself? How do I, how can I, I need someone to guide me. <laughs> I didn't know what questions to ask for what answers I wanted. And, and so it just, yeah, it just kind of, and then it must have been a few years later, I saw this most amazing, amazing medium who then said, you know, well, you're quite spiritual and psychic and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, what do I do? Who do I look up in the yellow pages? Like, <laughs> don't know. Spiritual guru guide. <laughs> wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know who I was looking for. Had no idea what they were called, anything. And she gave me a couple of numbers and um, and and one sort of answered and I started then spiritual development classes and the language and the exercises and stuff 
I just went, oh, my God, that's what that is. I've experienced, oh, right. So it kind of started, you know, my life kind of started making a bit more sense. And (laughs) (laughs) as anyone knows, you know, when you're working in the healing, you know, modalities or um, psychic or whatever, you need to trust yourself. And I just did not. Mm -mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. I just I, I want to keep going but I do I, I want to pause on that because um absolutely you need to have walked a path right in order to be a guide and in yeah. order to be a healer you yeah. have to have walked that path yeah um you know I've, I've definitely worked with people in different professions that I can see are just trained but not experienced yeah, yeah. and so uh, you know yeah, there's a complete difference isn't there and you know like when i was in my own start of my own personal journey i didn't know the difference because i didn't know it within myself yeah. um, and but i love that so you know i love that you're like well, who, who can i go to do we all the answers and now you're the person that says i can actually do it because the fact that you've had to guide yourself through it yeah you know, it gives you the greatest weight and along the way you, you know as we all do we pick up modalities and you know like i was doing picking up stuff well before i even started my own business and, yeah, and was doing so i love that because what you were looking for back then you've become yeah <laughs> you know that person in the yellow pages there she is oh, there we go that's my guide <laughs> I love it. I mean, I'm saying it jokingly, but really that's, you know, that's a reality for most of us working in this field. Yeah. You have to have walked the path. Otherwise, you you cannot be of greater service. No, no absolutely. And, you know, and, and I'm, I've been, you know, at the I've been in some pretty dark places. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, um, I mean, I used to just, I used to drink a lot, like drink so much that I would pass out on the couch just to, I didn't want to have to deal with life, didn't want to have to deal with the Mm. fact that I was in this relationship, which was not at the least, it was just didn't fulfill any, you know, most part of me. Um, You know, I mean, still grateful that I had the amazing children and everything, but I was so empty, like I was dead inside. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely can appreciate that. And it's like, you know, I've just felt lost. I didn't know what my purpose was. I just didn't know anything. But there was something at the back just going, there's something, you're here for a reason. And so I just got curious about that and gone, I don't, I just need to, to source everything, read everything and just, like I just blundered my way through to come, you know. Oh, can I just say, like, haven't we all fucking blundered our way through it? Like hit and miss sometimes. But I hear what you're saying and, you know, it's so, for any entrepreneur and any business owner, that is, regardless of healing space or otherwise, when you are in service, that absolutely is the path of it's just of curiosity like although that curious so because i you know hence why i do this podcast because it's just (laughs) filling my curiosity you know like i go oh i'm gonna have a chat with that person but you know what comes out of it is amazing and i really think that's such an important message is just follow your curiosity you know like 
Absolutely. And, 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 you know, a lot of the work that I do now is reconnecting with the self because that has been my biggest, biggest, biggest takeaway from all of these years is because for so long, and I mean, from a kid, we're taught to look for outside sources to make us happy, whether it's products, whether it's people, <sighs> whether it's, you know, I need this person to love me for me to be able to be whole or worthy or whatever, you know, and doing those spiritual development classes and, and circle, the women's circles, that was just like, without even knowing it, I started to love myself. I started to trust myself and, and I remember the first time, and it was probably a couple of years after I'd been doing Circle, um, that I was having a conversation with someone and I said, well, because I trust myself in that. And I just went, oh, my God, I just said that. <laughs> I had to ring up my teacher and go, oh, my God, I just said that I trusted myself. And she's like, ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost like that first time. That you know, I had a really strong fear, Andrew. I can relate. Yeah, you know. And so, for anyone listening, watching, you know, yeah. when you have those moments of just complete certainty and complete confidence, where you're just like, "No, that's how I feel about that." I know, but I do want to assure people too that there, are, I still do have some self. You know, there, I still of course in and out of self doubt. It's not like you know. I don't know anyone working in this field. No. It's a healer, a coach, a guide, a mentor that yeah. could possibly, if they, if anyone, oh, like that would make me walk away because I, if they're not experiencing tension and being challenged, then I would be like, how, you know, like I want someone that's still challenging themselves because yeah. then I know I'm going to be led really well. Like I'm going to be guided really well. Yeah. That's not the right word, but yeah, then you, you are an amazing guide if you're still like, well, I'm still going deeper into myself the layers might be you know like when you get to it i think when you get to our level of you know emotional intelligence and awareness the layers that you get to you're like really <laughs> i do I'm, I'm, there's times when i go wow that's actually having an impact on me well look at that I know. And it's, that's the thing, isn't it? We've got to always be open for the lessons and not ever block ourselves off to, oh my God, I've dealt with that before. No, it can't be that. It's got to be something else. Because it's like, uh uh, sister, <laughs> take another look. We're just yeah. a little bit deeper. Yeah. And, I, you know, for me now, I get excited when that happens because I think, oh, I mean, I'm always surprised because I think, wow, okay, there's another layer to that. Here we go. And yeah, and like what you said, it, it's easy to ignore it and go, oh, so, okay. Uh, uh, oh, God, this has been amazing already. I love it. And of course, I knew it would be though. Um, so I want to then, uh, so what was your progression in terms of career-wise? Did you start, because I know you do massage. So where did you start? So, no, I actually started, so through this beautiful development circle, um my teacher would just always put out the courses and stuff so she taught reiki and seishin so reiki i'm so happy i pronounced that properly with her i was like hey, chick for you girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> she teaches that together so seishin is a very similar it's kind of like a branch of reiki but it brings in that the gorgeous goddess of Kuan Yin, who's all about compassion. Ah, Kuan Yin. Mm, she's got my heart, girlfriend. 
<laughs> and Sekhmet as well, which is an ah. a warrior. Yeah. At the lioness head. So she's like, you know, she's she's strong, but she's nurturing and, and as well, which is beautiful. Yeah. So she was doing training. So I was like, yeah, why not? I'll do that. <laughs> um, I think because at that moment I was just saying yes to yes. I just wanted I wanted the tools for myself to know how to interact with the world, basically, mm, yeah. and to empower myself. So, yeah, so I did that, ended up doing the Masters with her as well in that, um, and that was kind of like the stepping stone. So from there I did, um, oh, God, <laughs> it's like how far back do you go? Uh, I did crystal courses, I did singing bowl courses, I did angel courses, um, and then, you know, NLP, matrix therapy, timeline therapy, essential oil, like it's just, so over the last, you know, 15 years, I've just gone, yep, 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 yep. Not really knowing how it was all gonna come together. Mm. Um, and for a long, long time as well, I, I felt like I needed, I wanted to do massage. And this is another point for people, trust your intuition because I had outside people going, you just need to concentrate on one thing at a time, you know, don't bring too much into it. So I was like, okay, well, I won't. So anyway, I think it was five years ago now I ended up doing Lomi Lomi Massage. Mm. Which is absolutely divine. It's nurturing. It's a warm oil um and it just works beautifully with the energy work that i do mm. um and so yeah I, I was sort of offering individual things you either had the reiki or the energy work you either had the lomi lomi um and then it was probably about three years ago i just went what am i doing all this stuff is complimentary mm. <laughs> so yeah, so now in the treatment room, you get everything. So I use the bowls, I use the crystals, I do the Lomi Lomi, I do the energetic work, I do the coaching, I do, you know, the mentoring. I'm studying kinesiology at the moment because, you know, why not? <laughs> and that'll come in as well because we're not just one thing. We're such complex beings that we need to address all of it. The physical touch and working with the meridians with the Lomi Lomi is, is beautiful. And then the energetic work and the music and the like, it's just, oh, it's divine. <laughs> I love it. And it's so true because I definitely kept the healing and coaching separate for such a long time. And it's been over the past couple of years and, you know, channeling has come up for me as well. And yep. so it's just all you know like coaching for me will always you know that guidance is always going to be my jam um however i do bring you know the healing comes into it and the yeah all that stuff because and then it's just like it's just super sets it you know like it's just i know and there's so much healing that gets done in the coaching sessions as well like talking about it as well um, you know, because quite often we will spend 15 minutes to half an hour talking stuff through and then I can get you on the table and clear it energetically, clear it physically and, and working with that as well. 
Um, and then, you know, I've started running women's circles this year and just coming together. You run them too, Em. And when we come together and so we have an ongoing group that's every Monday night and I'm opening up a Tuesday morning one as well. So it's the same group of people. So you have that trust. You have that knowledge of what that person's going through for that next week or whatever, and you can come back every week and you can vent and you can cry and you can laugh and you can support and love. Like, it's just amazing. It's yeah. Connecting you with you, you know, having that space to actually, you know, the amount of times that people go, oh my God, I had no idea that was going to, I was going to talk about that. Like, I didn't want to talk about that, but it has come up. So it's like, that's in itself the acknowledgement of the crap that we're going through can be such a beautiful release and healing as well. Yeah, often, uh, you know, uh, thankfully my clients know me and people get to know me, but I'll often get excited when, you know, someone cries and I just go, oh, that is so good. And you can see them for the first time that it happens, they're looking at you like, what do you mean? And I'm like, it's good. Your body's releasing. We've hit a point where your body goes, oh, okay, I can let go. Yeah. And we, you know, and to give them permission to go, it's okay sometimes just to have random cries, you know. Oh God. My 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 weirdest and favourite ones though are when I'm doing a workout. I don't know why, but every now and again when I'm doing a workout, suddenly I'll just have to pause and be like, and I'm going to cry right now, and then I'll, oh, okay. So it's like my body's held a bit of tension. How good is that? I know. And you're allowing and giving a permission like it's the body's divine wisdom. Like I just, I love it when people honour that and just and nurture it and, and encourage that. Okay, so this leads me into a good question then because uh, why is your work so important then? Why is allowing divine body wisdom I know you're like, how, sorry, how long do we actually, <laughs> how do I, yeah, because um, we don't want to, I don't want to, I want to, I don't want to shrink the answer down, but for people listening and watching, just know that is a fucking large question that I've just asked. Uh, it's something that I do in my work, but I really want to hear, you know, where you come from and why it's so important in the work that you do. Um, well, it's not just important in the work that I do. I think it's important for everyone in society today. Why? <laughs> to do <laughs> Because, well, especially, you know, with all the crap that's gone on in the last couple of years and, you know, the godsend out of that is that people have actu actually were forced to stop and, I don't know, listen to themselves. Yeah, take a look around. I found a lot of people were just like, oh, my God. oh hang on, is that what my life looks like yeah. when I'm not in it? Yeah. Do I actually want to be in that? Yeah. And I had so many clients that, were, that would come and they'd be like, do you know what I've realised? I hate my job or I love my job but I hate driving that distance. Or I have one client that I, I she was very social she would have parties all the time and she loved it she loved the setting up she loved the the social side of stuff and all that sort of you know she thrived in it but then obviously when all lockdowns happened in melbourne which went on forever <laughs> the never-ending lockdowns <laughs> oh my god but she goes oh my god i never knew 
that I would enjoy being at home with my family, quiet time, board games, and it just brought me so much happiness. Mm. I, I like the parties too, but oh my God, like I can get that with this. Balance. Yeah. Simplicity as well, you know, and it's just, and it was honoring her, herself. Cause she goes, I actually didn't, I don't feel exhausted anymore. And so what was your question? Oh, no, because you are actually answering it. What's the importance of becoming, you know, like getting in touch with your, uh, you know, your body of wisdom. Yeah. yeah. Because we know ourselves so much better than anybody else. So who, who is anybody else to tell us what we're worth? to tell us, you know, how we need to live, what we need to do, you know, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> really hard to put into words. But when we unlearn all the adverts and all the social conditioning, which, I mean, in a way they control our lives. Not in a way, they do, without awareness. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know about you, I still have moments where I go, oh, I know I just made a decision actually that I don't want to make anymore, but I know why I made it. Yeah. And that holy cow was not actually mine. Like it was mine. It felt like mine. Yeah. And I looked at why I was making it. Yeah. That had nothing to do with me actually. Yeah. So really interesting really interesting when you just sit back and go oh why we do what we've always done because it's easy we know it we might not love it but we know it so we don't have to think about it um and it's just it's it's always yeah we've always done it so can i ask a question then what does, because I feel, like, yeah, what does convenience do to your life then? Because what for me, that's what I feel like what you're saying is yeah. we do things because they're convenient, because they're easy, because we don't really have to think about it. Yeah. Uh, and they're all great things to have yeah. in your life. I, I mean, mean, it's also safe because you know the outcome, even if it doesn't necessarily spark your, you know, your soul. But it's safe. You know it. There's no, oh, my God, what if I fuck up? Ego, yeah. What if I do this? What if I do that? Oh, my God, what if it doesn't work? What if it doesn't? Da, 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 da. It's like, okay, they're too hard. So, for example, so me staying in the relationship with the kid's dad, it was like I didn't want to be there for so, so long. But it was like, how am I going to do this by myself? Hmm. Financially, I've got to run a household by myself. I've got no support. I've got no data, like all this stuff. And then one day I just went, do you know what? It's hard, but this is hard too. Mm. So it's a matter of choosing your hard. <gasps> I love that. It, because life is not easy. No. It just I, saw, I remember reading it once someone like, um, just choose what you want to give a fuck about. Yeah. You choose, choose the chat because everything is going to feel like a challenge to you. So it's new and we've never done it before. Hmm. Like it is. It's going to be yeah. holy shit. Well, the ego hates change. 
doesn't oh. like it at all. So the oh. minute that, you know, you challenge it and say, we're going to change some stuff, the <laughs> ego will have its own little fuckery and do its own little stuff. And you'll think, oh, no, but I'm just, I'm keeping myself the same and I don't really want that change. In fact, that's actually your ego telling you, don't do it because we don't know what to do about that. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know how to keep you alive in this situation because we haven't done it before. And actually, it's got nothing to do with keeping you alive. I mean, that's probably the other thing that our modern world sadly has given us is there's so much out there that, you know, like we're even standing up and fronting and talking in front of people creates some sort of a fear in us. Yeah. And then we've got to keep, there's no, we're not unsafe. No. Our egos are unsafe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh. I, I know so when so that was like gold choose your heart I was like oh my god because this heart I know I hate being with their father um but this I could feel oh my god like that potential and I could choose what I let into my life and what I gave out to my life whereas in this yucky hard I couldn't mm. I felt I couldn't yeah whereas this was just like oh my god scared of course beyond belief and all that egotistical stuff of oh my god I'm letting everyone down and blah 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 blah, blah, blah. um but I can absolutely guarantee you that I am such a better person now <laughs> than I was back then and better mm. mother and a better, you know, friend because I don't have this shadow of crap over, you know, over my soul. Ah, uh, yeah, I love that. I love it. And so you're right, we have to choose yeah. the inconvenience. Yeah. We have to choose which which thing we want to do that challenges us, that makes it hard, that, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah wisdom comes out of doing something brand new as well and i don't know about you but i love the wisdom that comes out of me making huge mistakes <laughs> that's the best wisdom ever Whoops, that didn't work okay <laughs> i don't know what happened <laughs> i don't know who the cartoon character is but there's a cartoon character that goes i didn't do it Oh. <laughs> I don't know what movie that's from, but it cracks me up every time I hear it. I didn't do it. Yeah. And you know, like it's almost like that you go, Ooh. <laughs> I didn't do that. No, that didn't happen. So, yeah, I think you're right, though. And I think more and more people are starting to understand that there's no way to find balance without um, figuring out what hard you want to have in your life because. And you've got to. And again, coming back to know, like being connected with the self, like you've got to know what your own boundaries are and you've got to honour that and you've got to actually go, okay, well, so I do this beautiful workshop and I call it the ultimate feeling goal. So it's like a vision board thing, but I concentrate on having what's the ultimate feeling that you want to feel, mm. joy, bliss, freedom, abundance, whatever. And so, and I you know, talk to this in pretty much everything because I just think it's gold. So whenever you've got this ultimate feeling, you can then make choices around that. If you have these, so which one's going to get me to this bliss that I want to feel? 
this one is. Okay, cool. I'm going to do that. This even, I remember the other day I was at a market with my mum and she was um, annoyed that there was only one coffee place at the, at the market. So she's like, wah, 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 there's only one coffee. God, I've got to stay inclined, blah, 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 all this. And I went, mum, what can you do about it? So you can choose to have a bitch and a moan or whatever, or you can just go, oh, I want a coffee. I'm just going to stand in line. Yeah. So for me, like my, my ultimate goal is the inner peace, yeah, because it's going to come and go all the time. And so that's kind of my north, what is it, that north yeah. thing. And so in moments like that, and it's not to say that I don't have tanties because I really do and I love them. But I allow myself, you know, I'm going to have a tanty and then it's done. I'm not going to bitch and moan about it for like a week. <clears throat> mm. So it's giving yourself to still be permission, to have that permission to have, to be angry, to be sad or whatever, but it's don't unpack and live there. Remember what your true north is and then come back to that. Yeah, I love that. I mean, look, I look at, I get excited to stand, not that I want to stand in lines all the time. Sometimes I'll see a line and be like, no, that's not for me right now. Yeah. I don't want to stand in line for that. You just to be still and come, just gather all your energy back and go. Okay, no. but if I'm in a line and I stand there, I mean, nine times out, I don't know about you, but I end up talking to people and having a conversation and having a laugh because um, <laughs> I think, well, I'm here now, and yeah, I'm just going to enjoy. I mean, enjoyment is definitely and and feeling good is yeah. definitely part of my daily what 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 is my best feel good decision around this so whether it's just choosing to have a laugh or you know you know yeah. i think i've stood in lines before where i've actually looked around and gone yeah we're all standing in line for this like i cannot believe i'm standing in a line waiting for whatever it was it was something and then someone else would go i oh, know and i'm just like look we're here now we have a laugh and then we get to the end and oh look we're here i just think jesus yeah and sometimes I think life puts us in those situations to make us stop. Oh, because hello, we're... last two years. It's like, hang on a second. You're always in the future, like, you know, you're always at the next thing you've got to do where just stop. So like things like traffic lights and cues and that sort of thing, I, I always go just think of them as a gift. It's like this beautiful opportunity you have to go, oh, my God, I'm just going to do some belly breaths come back home just go oh okay cool yeah no i'm okay i'm doing okay mine's yoga smile i always think about that like i've had yoga instructors when you're doing it and you're in a really hard pose they're like and you know they'll give you this little final instruction and every time you make me laugh they'd be like and now one more thing a little smile on your face and you're like mm, damn you <laughs> but that's my thing now you know like every time i think i like that just like just gonna be yoga smile and focus on my breathing and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh that is beautiful so then what are some of the biggest challenges that you see with your clients i mean boundaries i think is boundaries one of them that that's um yeah yeah look there is um and again i think you know just keep going back to the honoring the self and people don't even or people have boundaries with certain people <laughs> not with others 
Uh, yeah. And I, I put my hand up because I, this was brought to my awareness in the last 18 months as well. So my kids are totally different. They're about, they had no boundaries. It's like, yes, 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 I'll do that. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, and so uh, I'm like, hang on a second. <laughs> what the hell? I'm being treated like shit and blah, 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 blah. And it was like, but we've got to take self-responsibility. It was like, but I'm letting them treat me like shit. And okay, what do I need to do about that? Mm. So, and again, it's, it's, it's being okay with, like they're gonna love you anyway. Oh yeah. I often say that to parents when they're, yeah. you know, like when they're in that mode and we'll be like, hang on that you don't need to be their friend right now. They actually need you to be a parent and a guide and they're never going to not love you unless of course there's some really drastic behavior, but in, you know, the clients that I would see, yeah, you know, um, they're just setting boundaries and being a guide and saying no, like that's actually what they need from yeah. you because then they can't learn to do it themselves unless they've had people around them that are like, no. And do you know what? Like we don't want egotistical maniacs running out there that have just had yeses their whole lives. Exactly. We need people that have had a fair amount of no's yeah. so that when they go out into the world and they get a no, one, they're resilient enough to to deal with it and two you know they can either sorry we'll not take it personally because that's what exactly right like actually go oh it's a fair no you know fair enough i asked like yeah. have them confident enough to ask questions but take the no yeah you know to be able to take no yeah and uh, yeah I, I can feel you on that one i think that's probably tough for a lot of people to you know when i did the self-reflection it was like why am i you know, doing this. And it's like, well, yeah, it is that fear that he wouldn't love me or I'm talking about my son here, that he wouldn't love me or, you know, there'd be, and, you know, that goes back. Uh, so it was like, oh, no, that's not ever going to happen. And if it does. That's on him. To be okay with that too because that's his stuff. Yeah. yeah. I know. I, I, I agree with you. And I think that's really challenging because when people are in – well, people that are in, um, I guess, really you know tough situations, it's hard to have a look at your part in it. Yeah. You know, and and people often say that, well, if someone's in an abusive relationship and I'm like, look, I'm not trying to minimise any of that. Yeah. Um, and if you are and listening, please go and seek some help and seek some support. But we play a part in the lives that we have. I mean, sometimes things just happen. Yeah. It's not for a lesson. It's not for what it, you know, it's just that's part of life. You know, things happen that we don't always love happening. Yeah. Uh, but in terms of what you accept and boundaries, we definitely play a role in that. Yeah. And, you know, yours is a beautiful example of allowing, um, you know, like I've had to do that with certain people in my life, like really just get okay with <laughs> saying no. <laughs> yeah. That's actually a no, and you know, and how it's received is really challenging. So, is that part of the boundary then? Like when working with clients, is getting them to understand what their boundaries are, but also helping them stay within them. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, it's. I mean, there's so much that goes with it, as you would know. I mean, you know, it's it's you know not taking things personally and, and allowing that. Um, the other person to have their point of view and to understand that everyone, every single person 
has, you know, multiple veils of how they perceive life. I, I think I saw a meme this morning, actually, it was saying, you know, um, um, people that see the same thing don't always see the same thing. Oh, yeah, there was because it had the faces on it. And how many faces do you see? And, and, yeah, yeah, and it's so true. We can all be looking at the same thing. Or be at the same party or, you know, in the same group. Brother and sister or siblings. Yeah. Have same parents, same, but still have very different experiences. Yes. Mm. And when you understand that, that in itself is really freeing, you know, because you just go, ah. Oh. And one, because we're not ever going to know necessarily what that experience is going to be. But in that, we can kind of, you know, we can undo that attachment and just go, oh my God, you know, well, that's what, that's what's going on for them at that moment. Not necessarily, you know, we don't have to take it personally because I don't know what the hell is going on for them. They might've just gotten off a phone call or might've, who knows? So yeah, that was really, that in itself is really empowering is just to understand mm. that everyone's walking around in their own little bubbles with their own different glasses on and, and it's okay. All of it's okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I know, yeah. It's like when you get the message from a friend that's kind of firing at you. Mm. And, you know, you could react and go, rah, rah. I must admit, I can sit back now and think, whoa, yeah. what is happening in their day? Yeah. The day? And so sometimes I won't even answer. Or yeah. I'll just get back to them and be like, you know, almost dot point. This is what's happening. This is da-da-da. Yeah. And not apologize, you're not doing it, just hand them the information. And yeah. sometimes, you know, I had an experience, someone fired back at me again. Well, this is what I do, so why can't you do this? A couple of weeks ago it was. Yeah. And I just came back again and said, uh, you know, I'll resend it to you when I'm home and not at school, you know, wherever I was. Or, no, I don't know where I was. I was at an appointment. I said, I'll resend it to you when I'm at my computer again. Yeah. And then I'm like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> I came back an hour later and said, yeah, it's definitely having a shit morning. And I went, and I just sent back going, so much love for you. I kind of picked up on that. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah. And we're okay. Yeah, see? We just <laughs> never know. And this is, you know, we just need to come from our love and our, our, you know, our heart space. So what are some of the biggest challenges for women to not be coming from their heart space? Um, because of the expectation of other people. Mm. <laughs> them having expectations from other people both ah okay both you know and again we come back to society that you know the mum's gonna you know be a wonder mum and they want to have fresh fruit in their lunches all the time and homemade stuff and cooked meals but you know now we have to work as well and the house is going to be tidy and you know live up i've got to be this kind of persona around this group of friends or whatever it's just like oh my god <laughs> So what to keep up with, I find, I don't. I'm really bad at it. I'm just as is, Same as I am. <laughs> but I grew up with a mum who was very much like that. You know? Oh. Yeah, we went to, um, God, we went to, you know, top-of-the-range schools, had no money, but we couldn't be seen at a high school. We had to be at a, a private school. Wow, okay. Yep. Um, you know, and when my mum and dad 
were having issues and, you know, separated, it was like, oh, my God, I can't be a divorced, you know, it can't be a separated woman. So, you know, I grew up with that and not that I've ever, well, <laughs> there's probably parts of me that, that have taken that on. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, I, I almost went out of my way to be not in the mainstream, you know, um, fashion and all that sort of stuff. You know, we had free dress days and people would come in their country road and all that sort of stuff. I'd come in my target, you know, tracky pants. Because <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm not, I'm not being someone that I'm not. Like it mm. just felt so, I, I, I didn't understand. I don't understand why people need to do that. So that makes you a really good guide. I mean, I've fairly, I've been fairly the same, and I've had feedback from people in school that I didn't even know were just like, "You just did your own thing," and I went, "Did I?" <laughs> um, thank you for sharing that with me. I probably didn't feel like I was doing my own thing at the time, but thank yeah, yeah, yeah. You. so then, okay, yeah, there is a lot of pressure to be a particular yeah. type, you know, label, and I think you're right um, because there's some sort of um, there is some sort of like checklist that as a mum and I know that I've had to kind of move away from that yeah. um, and uh, you know and be like uh, okay we need to have a look at things yeah. in a different way and just do what is right for yeah. us yeah. Um, and what feels good to us and but it is you know like that showing up of you know, I've got to be this way and my house has to be a particular way. And I've got to say yes to everything because then I'm like a fun, amazing mum. I know, exactly. Yeah. Um, but it's just to every sport my child wants to do. My kids have just recently been told, pick one. Yeah. I don't want to spend my time right because we've done the two, we've done all that. And I'm like, yeah. I, I don't want to do that anymore. And I'd also, I'd put out ages ago, you know, we're teaching our kids to be super busy by, yes, they want to do all these sports and stuff, but where is their downtime? Like where oh, is their yeah. time to connect with themselves and what they're feeling and, and what's going on for them and, you know, whereas it's like, oh, I've got to go to sport, I've got to do this, I've got to go to rehearsal, I've got to go and meet this person for, you know, down the street or whatever, whatever. So there's always this these poor kids being go, 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 go. Yeah, because we can get caught up in the busy. Oh, God, yeah. And it becomes almost like, um, you know, I must admit over the years, and I definitely walked around with a very clear badge of honour on me, busy. Same. I'm busy. I don't have time for that. I'm just so busy. Right. Um, you but know. An amazing distraction for not looking at the shit that you don't want to look at. Oh my god, it's one it's one of the best nums that I find busy and just oh. filling your time. Because I must admit, for me, even over the past few years and being separated, yeah. having stillness, and mind you, I was aching for it. Like that was one of my challenges within the marriage is I actually never got any space. Everyone always needed something from me. So it was always that. But once I had it, I want to say to you, I was like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do with this. And then, you know, you have to wade through some more layers. So I love that because it's so true that some of our biggest challenges as women is not having boundaries. Yeah. 
trying to live up to labels and having this mask and this badge of honor of I'm busy. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas really it's just shutting down that quiet voice to go, something's not right. Or in my case, it was like, there's, there's something you need to change. Like I know I knew what it was, but I was like, nope, God, can't look at that. I'm too busy. <laughs> That's too hard. <laughs> Whereas it's going, you're not happy in the relationship. But you know what I love about the universe? Because the universe then goes, I'll show you another way. If you're not going to listen that way, I've given you a little nudge. But if you're not going to listen that way, then it's going to come a push. And then you might actually fall over and hurt yourself. You know, like this is all figuratively speaking here. But yeah, I mean, the universe doesn't, if you've got to learn something, look, if anyone's listening and you're on repeat with something, yeah, find someone to work with, man. I mean, honestly, because the universe is telling you very clearly, you need to learn something in this and we're going to keep repeating it until you stop. Yeah. And take a look and figure out where this is coming from and, you know, how to move through something it. Needs to change because that was my biggest aha moment too is I came into a new year and I was sitting and I was just kind of reflecting and I went, I'm about to do the same shit I did last year and the year before. And I don't, I, it just like, that was just like, no. And it was that year that I separated. Yeah, that was the big thing for me. We'd been together for 18 years and I can remember thinking, you know, we're coming up to our anniversary, um, you know, that year of coming up to it. And I was looking, thinking, do I want to do this for the next 18? No. I'm pretty sure. And when the answer came up to me, I was like, it's actually a no. Yeah. <laughs> a neon sign. Well, at the time it felt like a little no because like you, I was like, I- I've been in this for 18 years. I've got kids and da da And I didn't know how I was going to do all of that by myself. Yeah. And what I thought I had great boundaries. <laughs> No. <laughs> and, um, and I quite often refer to the frog in the boiling water when it comes to that. Ah, what's that one? Yeah. So, well, you know, you've got a frog in the water and this is... Not really, with- just if anyone's listening. We're not really putting a frog in water here for anyone who's an animal. We're not doing that. This is We're just not- an analogy. An analogy. Metaphor, metaphor. A metaphor. Thank you. Yeah, there we go. Um, you know, with because things happen, it's and it's the same weight gain or anything. It's not like you wake up one morning and it's like bang. Oh my god! Look at look. Oh, you're not Santa overnight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So it's like a gradual thing, right? Mm. You get used to the change. You know, you get used to it, little by little by little by little by little. But then when you stop and reflect and go. 12 months ago, oh, hang on. So in the 12, you know, mm. by day you can't see any difference. Yeah, okay. And over 12 months, when you go from here to here, you go, oh, that's, wow. Does that make sense? So yeah, no, absolutely. And that's the boiling water is that there's a frog in the water and the, you know, obviously the gas is on and stuff, but it acclimatizes to the heat, the heating water. Mm heats slowly and by the time it's boiling 
it's like too late. Almost. He's like, oh shit, this is not right. <laughs> Um, oh, got you, got you, got you, got you. I understand. I've not heard that before, but I love that because uh, yeah. it is so true. The, um, it's you know nourishing our bodies, like you said. You know any kind of um, part of health, uh, absolutely. Yeah. We do. We just become, and there is a point when you stop, and I often call that you know refer to that as a tipping point. Yeah. You stop at the peak, and you look down, and you go, oh no, <laughs> oh dear. That's how I got up here. Yeah. And actually, I want to get down because I don't want this to be the life all the time. Yeah. So, and, you know, and that's when change is really challenging. Yeah. So I think we're kind of answering it, but I do, um, you know, I really want to get into it, though, because why is it so important for women? Because we're speaking about ourselves and our own, you know, spiritual development. Why is it important for women? Because there's going to be women out there who are listening and yeah. perhaps they've reached that peak. Yeah. You know, perhaps they've reached that acclimatized state where they go, oh, I don't want to acclimatize. It's gotten too hot for me now. So yeah. why is it so important for women to seek spiritual development? Um, because it's a beautiful way. For, so for me, I love it because it's, not a doctrine it's not somebody telling you how you what you need to read how you need to or who you need to you know admire or anything like that it is actually coming back home it's coming it's listening to the self i mean what do you really want <sighs> what do you really want and a lot of the time we get to a point where it's like well, I don't even really know. I'm just doing the same old stuff. I'm just being a mum. I'm just surviving on a daily basis kind of stuff, mm. you know. So it's important because, like I said before, we are such multifaceted beings that, you know, we can have one aspect of our life that's absolutely amazing, but we still feel shit. So it's looking at all the different parts of our life and going, oh, well, this is really good, but my business sucks. Or, you know, my relationship's amazing, but I don't go out anywhere. Or, you know, so it's kind of, it's the balance of mm. everything. Does that kind of, yeah. No, I understand what you're saying because, and look, yeah, absolutely, because then you get to, um, look at all different parts you, you know clients get to look at all different parts of their life and suddenly make decisions and the decisions become internal so they're becoming their own guide and yeah. having the ability to then actually look at it and what's leading it because I, I don't know about you but when i men or women when i work with them it when you're asking that question they'll fire stuff well, i want this well i want that why do you want that yeah you know and then when we keep asking the you know the levels of it and you get down underneath some of them are like well i actually don't want that yeah. i just want that because i think i've got to have that exactly no like I, I worked with a woman once who really just was so i want a relationship that's all she wanted and serially dated and did everything that she possibly could i mean she changed her body all the time and did it and just was a chameleon and um 
when she got down to it, it was actually what she wanted was a relationship with herself. Yeah. And so that, you know, became really rich and juicy and seeing her grow from there. And, you know, this is a few years ago now. And I've got to say, she's got the relationship that she wanted with herself, but she's also got a really beautiful partner now. Like just, you know, someone and she, cause she stopped, not so much cause she stopped looking and she still dated and still did stuff, but put herself in it. Like, yeah. what do I want in this? Rather than just it's such an external view. It's the same as wanting happy, healthy children. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Go on about you've got teenagers. Yeah. They have to want that too. Yeah. Like it's different when they're babies and little, I can want all that and do that. But as I get to teenagers, actually you have to partake in this. <laughs> yeah. Well, and this is the thing, isn't it? It comes down to self-responsibility. Ah, I love, I'm like, oh, I know. And it's and true though, because it's freedom. Yeah. I know. Because it, no one, if you own your shit and someone says, here's some shit that you gave me and you go, yeah, I totally did do that. Yeah. Or you'd be able to go, well, oh, that was only a little bit of shit. I own that part of it, but the rest of it, that's yours. You know, like you can hand people shit back to them as well. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. How <laughs> much better is it when we kind of, because when we, when we can own the shit. Yes. Because my motto is, you know, I want to be a better person than I was yesterday. It's, you know, so it's and enable to do that and enable to be the best person that I can be, you know, to help my kids and clients and whatever, whatever, myself. Um, I actually have to know what to change. So all this, I remember having a conversation with my son and he was about to go into a um a job review just and I said well you know, you know what are your flaws what are your downfalls he's like well I don't really want to talk about that because I need to focus on the positive and I said but the beauty of knowing where your downfall is is that you can then put some steps into action to actually not make them as bad as you know what they are mm. <laughs> if that makes so when they come up I yeah I, I was told that as well when I went into it yeah it's a good one yeah. Yeah, because one of my downfalls is time. Like the amount of times that I have burnt dinners because I just go off into la la land, right? It's nice there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh shit, dinner! <laughs> yeah, I can't leave the kitchen. My kids know that. Yeah. Like I can go and grab something and come back. Yeah, but I cannot leave the kitchen when I'm cooking now. Well, see, so yeah. I can now. Oh, put a timer on oh okay good one no I don't I just I I just make sure that I've got plenty of stuff to do in that area whilst I'm particularly if I'm baking I don't bake that often but um particularly if I'm baking I can't go I can go and grab something but I, yeah, yeah. I understand. <laughs> and so spiritual development I'm, I'm feeling like it, it helps you get to know yourself really well it does. The good, the bad, the ugly. It's all, it is all in there and we have to love all of it or be friends with it at least. Yeah. yeah. Have you found that through, because, you know, I know my clients sort of find this, they come, you know, when they come through the journey and they're, uh, you know, becoming more self-aware and becoming self-responsible, mm -hmm. there's a part of them that stops labeling things. Yeah. Because I don't necessarily label things good or bad anymore. Just, 
if there's something, you know, it is, it's just, I don't know if I'm going to be like this forever, but right now this is what I'm like. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Because good and bad, like who made that good or bad? And it's just about perception and it's about, yeah, I I hate. (laughs) Because the labels limit you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. But it's, yeah, it's just so rewarding though when they can actually, you know, I, I have clients now that might say something and then they'll stop and they go, oh, oh but if i did xyz or if i changed da 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 so they're because my goal for for my clients is for them to not need me anymore like i don't want to be with you forever (laughs) i mean i love you and i'm there every step of the way and there to come back to and all that sort of stuff but it's again you know that self-responsibility but the awareness of them being able to go oh, actually, no, I'm not going to engage in that because that's not my ultimate feeling and I'm going to go over here. Or that they have the absolute choice to manipulate their own reality. (laughs) Yeah, well, we do create, I agree, we create our own reality and um, we can either get it heightened in stress and heightened in, (gasps) you know, like the overwhelm or, you know, we can choose a different way and, and maybe it's just a different, having a different perspective yeah absolutely because there's more than one perspective isn't there Hmm. i want to ask you about jewelry because how because the jewelry is amazing i've bought pieces and i absolutely adore it and but i think there's some special things that you do with it so how did that come about so it came about because obviously with um lockdowns and everything um i was not able to see clients and I need something to do with my time. And crystals have always been a massive passion of mine. I used to import and export jewellery. Mm. Um, I had this little niggle that I wanted to learn how to make it myself. And so there's a technique called Tiffany uh, soft soldering technique. Okay. And good old YouTube uh, helped me to learn how to do it. And and so every so each piece, it just it just comes together in itself and each piece has a little story it has an intention it has a purpose um and so you know that they are little talismans um and i i mean even now i've just i've been guided to go back to more creating um so doing some more bigger household energetic talismans you know for protection and, and abundance and sleep and all that sort of stuff Um, but crystals have always been a huge part of my work. Um, like I said, I've done crystal courses and all that sort of stuff as well, because their, their energy, everything, I mean, it's grade nine science, everything has a vibration, right? So everything is energy, 100%. And so color and the way that they're made up, um, yeah, they're just, oh, Oh, look, I'm sold on it. Absolutely. And so how do you bring that into your space? Because you make up essential oil sprays as well. I do. And they came about because because of the healing work that I was doing. Um, I just wanted to make sure that I was grounded. So I have a grounding spray. Um, I have a spray that clears the room. So clears the energy in between clients. Um, And I have a protection spray for 
you know, myself or the healer. Mm. Um, and so they were sort of the three that um, developed first and I was just using them for myself uh, until a client sort of said, oh, my God, what was that? And I would talk to them and they're like, oh, my God, I really want some. I need some for the house or I need some for, you know, the car or whatever, whatever. And so I actually found the original little bottles and labels that I did. I ended up doing a market and they were handmade labels <laughs> with little pictures on them and it was very cute. <laughs> Um, and so, and that just developed. And then obviously the more you speak to people and they go, oh my God, you know, I just, you know, so I have a self-love one, which obviously I think that was like the fourth in the range. Um, you know, the essential oils themselves just have beautiful qualities. Mm. You know, even the smell, if you don't, you know, believe in the, the, um, I don't know if I can say medicinal qualities. Oh, they definitely have. I mean, there's science-based Yes. Like it's, there is actual, like it's all evidence and it's, you know, like they've been around for a lot longer than any other medicine, you know, that we have currently today. So, yes. um, yeah, 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 yeah. I've been around them a lot. I mean, but, you know, if anyone says I don't use essential oils, I would ask you if you have eucalyptus or tea tree in your house. I'd love if you that. use Vicks, I mean, you are using a bastardized version, but yeah. if you use Vicks, then that is the basis that's a that's a stolen um use of uh, essential oil because you're using eucalyptus in that so I you know. are i know yeah um so yeah so that's that's kind of how it all developed and then you, as i said you speak to clients and they're like oh i need something my teenagers about to study for exams or they've got exams and so it just kind of like i mean everything that i've kind of done has just it's begun with me yeah and then it's just people have wanted to know how to do stuff. And so it's just morphed and changed and grown. There was not ever any point in my life where I sat down, I went, right, this is what I'm going to do and this yeah. is do it. <laughs> I think I've only just gotten to that point in my life where I'm like, right, this is what I, you know, I'm doing it. And um, I, now I'm going to be focused and actually be like, oh, now I'm, you know, <laughs> kind of flying by the seat of my pants and I'm going to help and serve people and see where that leads. I mean, even with, you know, I wanted to learn kinesiology because I want it for myself. I want to experience it for myself. It'll, yeah. it'll come in my work. I'm not sure how, but I just trust that somehow it'll, it'll be a part of what I have to offer um, and just make every session I have with clients, groups, individuals just that more you know deeper and again yeah. that's working with the divine bodies with you know the, the body's wisdom uh, yeah, i'm studying at the moment too and it's interesting because when i'm running circles or with a client something will come up and i'll go and i'm using what i'm learning but i i did it for my own like exactly it's my own joy it's my own like it's metaphysical studies. I'm just doing it for my own little passion, you know, like, oh, I love it. I want to know more and right. oh, I get to do some, you know, there's a whole heap of stuff. And I, yeah. I'm super surprised at how it's just organically. Oh, look, I think here's a client that needs to know about this, right? <laughs> exactly. And it's so cool. And this is, you know, when you trust those little, the, oh, I'm being guided to go over here, just explore it. You know, you mm. might get through one or two classes and go oh actually no but you know at least you're giving it 
might need something from that one or two classes, you know, and the rest doesn't matter. Oh, look, I've done courses over the years and it was nothing to do with the course. I've literally never used that business course again, the information. Um, maybe a little bit, um, a tiny little bit. However, I got some relationships out of it that I met there. Yeah. And they've been really important to my life. So, you know, like I might look at that, it was never a waste of time because the people I met through it, some of them are still friends. And, you know, this is, you know, like six, seven years later. And I just think, wow, if I hadn't have done that shonky little course um, in that weekend, I wouldn't have met these people. Yeah. You know, so... Yeah, I just and we often say it to each other. We would not have crossed paths. No, without that medium, yeah, wouldn't have crossed paths. I this love it. To absolutely, you know, and this is where knowing yourself is is trusting and just going with what you're guided to do. Um, is because you know sometimes you are guided down this specific path, like you said, not for the reason that you thought, but for several other different reasons. And so when we when I talk when we do the ultimate feeling goal, when you have um, you have something you want to achieve or you have a goal in mind or whatever it is, a focus point that you add to it or something even better. Yes. Because yeah. that like opens everything up. So you guide it down here to learn I don't know, Taekwondo. <laughs> You've got no idea why. Sometimes we have to let go of the why and just go, okay, well, all right, I'm just going to trust that and do that. And there might be someone there that needs you or you need them. Or like you say, these beautiful relationships, like, mm. we gotta, you know. I love it because that's divine wisdom. It is. It's trusting. Yeah. your inner guide yeah yeah this has been beautiful you're amazing yeah. i um i have final three <laughs> questions sorry we could just talk for hours i know i know and you know i'm i'm still so incredibly grateful and filled up and you know i'm so abundant with amazing people in my life and i, I and i love it because there's this little inner child in me that's still surprised yeah. and uh, you know i keep rolling along and, and then i just keep adding going oh i can ask this person and oh i can talk to this and so i love it every conversation i just feel incredibly blessed to have people in my in the circle of life that i'm in so you know and absolutely i've been doing this podcast for a while and you're one of those people that's been oh my god i haven't asked emily <laughs> But, you know, I'm like just all these people are in. I love it. All these amazing, amazing women, amazing men that yeah. are in my life that I just go, wow, hey. it's pretty incredible. So yeah. I've got final three what's, three final what questions. Okay. First what? What is well-being to you? Oh, what is well-being? Golly, golly, golly. Um, <laughs> for me, well-being is awareness of self mm. and what is good for my being. 
Oh, that's a good juicy answer. I love it. Because we often don't, we often forget that we're a being. So what's good for our being? Yeah. Okay. So then what are your must do daily well-being practices? Mm, must do well-being. Um... Gosh, I, well, because I'm Reiki trained, <laughs> so the Reiki and Seishin, the Reiki has beautiful five principles and the Seishin has a divine um, philosophy to it. Mm -hmm. um, and so it is remembering for me who I am and who I want to be. So reflection. Mm. Yeah, I'm not going to say stuff like meditation and that sort of stuff because as much as I love it, I don't do it every day. Yeah, and look, I highly <laughs> say people have meditation in your life, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's if you've never done it, then I highly recommend doing it daily so that you can get into a practice of it. Yeah, and yeah. some people don't need it every day. I, I definitely do. It's a wake up and I meditate. I, yeah. Yeah um so then what form of meditation is that self-reflection mm. it's going within yep yeah i love it that's yeah absolutely absolutely beautiful and so good for your being oh, good for your your whole being <laughs> yeah. so what impact does it have on your life having well-being and having a well-being practice um, because it allows me to come, it allows me just to keep reflecting, keep checking in on myself. Mm. Um, you know, I'm able to then, so the awareness, again, I'm able to go, am I stressed? Why am I unhappy? Why am I angry? Why do I feel overwhelmed? Why do I feel anxious? Blah, 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 blah. This, this check in. Mm see and then just to kind of nut out so where in my life is this so i use a holistic lifestyle audit that breaks down into your life so you can go okay is it social is it my physical is it my finances is it spiritual blah 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 so for me because i am continually being a warrior i'm in a peace my own inner peace mm. i have to be able to go okay where am I not feeling the peace? Yeah. And how can I adjust that? It's taking that self-responsibility. Um, yeah. But then there are days where I go, I just want to be the victim and be sad and cry all day. And that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I definitely have those moments too. I'm human and I allow myself that day. And they go, okay, put my big girl panties back on and get back into it. Yeah, I go, all right, soul, let's check back in because ego's had enough time now. Yeah. So I, <laughs> because I I want to feel, I want to feel peace. I want to feel at peace. And so if I'm, you know, ravaged in my head or I'm choosing to, you know, get involved in drama outside of myself, then I, that's not bringing me inner peace. Oh, I love it. That's so beautiful. So um, how do we get in contact with you? How do people get in contact with you? There is going to be another frame where I'll do that again, but how would you like people to reach out to you? 
Um, so I'm on Facebook under All Things Divine. Beautiful. Website. It's called All Things Divine, but you get it through uh, the W's Emily Pettigrew.com. Yeah. I'll share that. So stay with us and I'll share that one. Yep. Um, I'm on Insta and stuff as well. But if you want, yeah, I think the, the main goodness of what I do and where I share is mainly on the Facebook um, page. And yeah, all my courses and everything online, how to work with me is all on the website as well. So. Oh, beautiful. Well, yeah. thank you so much for sharing your beautiful time and energy. What a gift. I know that there's so much juicy stuff in there. And so definitely if you are looking for some spiritual and personal development, then, you know, connect with Em. She's amazing. And thank you everyone for joining us today and for listening and for watching. It's been beautiful. And uh, please like, share and comment. I'd love to hear your thoughts and feedback. And, uh, yeah, share it with those and go off and have a connected conversation yourself. Thanks again and enjoy the rest of your time. <laughs> Bye. To connect with Emily, please head to emilypettigrew.com.au. To connect with me, head to emmamuir.com. Enjoy your day and thanks for sharing your time.